0: The College Football Experience Wake Forest Demon Deacons 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes, score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL Win Totals contest with a $1,000 first place prize. Join today at slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win fifteen million dollars in prizes with Best Ball Mania Four. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the promo code SGP. New customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when they bet just five dollars on any college football bet only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code S G P. We're also brought to you by college football bankroll challenge. Yes. Our own college football bankroll challenge up for 3000 or up to $3,000 are up for grabs. Get all the details over at sports slash bankroll. Once again, that's sports gambling slash bankroll. And remember as always to let it ride. Hey folks, this
1: is Bud Foster. You're listening to SGP It. Let's let it ride.
0: football experience Wake Forest Demon Deacons 2023 season preview Oh, I'm excited to talk Wake Forest Demon Deacon football because Dave Clawson has turned this place into a factory. I saw someone release uh yesterday on social media that uh, you know, Wake Forest is the the, the least talented team in the ACC, which is just a, just the absolute epitome of bullshit. Uh, as you see, yet year and year again, the rest of the Power Five—the Texas Longhorns, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, uh, the Michigan State Spartans—come buying players from Wake Forest. So it just goes to show how much a sham recruiting rankings are. You're li- you're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to. That's fair. My name is Colby Swing a Database Dan, A.K.A. Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. <laughs> He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. It's easy to see a tide turn. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but now nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. That's what you got to do when these players leave Winston-Salem year in year out. Pretend it never happened and count on what Dave Clawson calls the incubator. Yes. And I could buy into it too, because Dave's got a hell of a track record. You look at what he's been doing. Uh, If you throw out the COVID year where they still went bowling, but uh, they would have six straight winning seasons. Hard to beat at Wake Forest. Let's talk a little bit about Dave Clawson because I think he's one of the best coaches in college football. He is now 144 and 133 overall, just 59 and 53 at Wake Forest. You say, "Yeah, it's just okay," but no one mentions him. Even though I feel like what the job he's doing at Wake is better than, uh, you know, we know he's not cheating. All right, there's a lot of coaches that get get the uh, accolades when they know they've been cheating for years. So I would put Dave Claussen above a lot of those coaches year one at wake forest. He was three and nine year two, three and nine, then seven and six, eight and five, seven and six, eight and five. Then the COVID four and five season where they were four and four in the regular season, lost a bowl game, uh, then 11 and three followed by eight and five. He's done wonders with this program. You go back to what he did at bowling green, winning 10 games there in this final season when he, when he was at Richmond, he won 11 games uh, with the spiders and then uh, at fo- in, in in a season and then at Fordham, same thing, 10 wins there, FCS playoffs. He is just a hell of a good football coach. And I think wake forest fans should be thrilled. They have him as their guy. So um, I, yeah, I think he's one of the best coaches in college football and I'm, and I'm look, they lose Sam Hartman. Everyone knows this headline. I'm, I'm eager to see life without Hartman. I like Sam Hartman a lot over the, over the years, but you know, they said the same thing when Jamie Newman bounced to Georgia said, Oh, what are they going to do now? And Sam Hartman emerged. So uh, anyway, shout out to Alfred 44 in the chat. All right. This is not a replay. This is me live. Uh, look, I've been sick the past couple of days. So I had to, uh, I was planning to get this done on Monday or Tuesday. Didn't happen. Uh, as I was sick, and the season starts tonight for Wake Forest, and I had to get it out. I want it out before the season. I want you to be able to place your bets. So I'm still not feeling great, but uh, let's roll. Let's roll. Let's talk about this because Wake Forest, uh, you know, a season ago. Well, yeah, wait. We're going to talk about the offense, the defense, special teams, the transfer portal, which I think is very key with this team. Um, and we're going to go game by game on the schedule. I'm also going to have Michael Barker stop by. Uh, to talk talk a little bit about his experiences down to Winston Salem, North Carolina, and ca- and catching uh, Wake Forest games. <coughs> um, but before I do that, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience, Wake Forest Demon Deacons 2023 season preview episode is uh, brought to you by the college football bankroll challenge. Yes. College football is back and to celebrate SGPN is giving away a bunch of cash in our college football bankroll challenge. It's free to enter season long contests, a thousand uh, dollars to first place, 500 to second place. But get this, the prize doubles to $2,000 for first place and a thousand to second place. If you, if you are a part of our Patreon for the college football season, so go to sports slash bankroll and click the link in the app. We're also brought to you by DraftKings. College football fans, are you ready for week 1? DraftKings Sportsbook is having you uh, you know, it basically has a can't miss offer for you to start the season strong. This week new customers can bet just $5 on any college football bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. You know, your team can go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple of years change comes fast. The only thing that's a lock is the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, yeah, I, I like the buffs plus 21 against uh, TCU. So get on over there, bet that $5 or whatever you got. Life's more fun. When you're in on the action, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem. Call one 800 gamblers See DraftKings.com slash for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. All right, we are back on the college football experience. Wake Forest, Demon Deacons 2023 season preview episode. And we have a rhythm to our shows. We've been doing here uh, for our team previously. And it's time to talk a little wake forest football and talk about what they lost in the portal because this team gets rated in the portal every year. This is a test, a testament to me to Dave Clawson's recruiting. Now it, is it unfortunate they leave Sure, but Clawson even highlighted that sometimes these people have left without even seeing if they can get the NIL money within Winston Salem and wake forest. So. Something to keep, you know, something to pay attention to moving forward, <coughs> but departing Winston Salem is quarterback. Sam Hartman, obviously one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. He looked fantastic week zero against the Navy midshipman. He's gone and backup quarterback, Brett Griffiths. Yes. The start, the new starting quarterback is Mitch Griffiths. This is his younger brother. I believe he headed out to uh, James Madison. So those are two quarterbacks out uh the running back position. They did get uh Kind of uh, you know destroyed here as well as Christian Turner. If you watched Wake Forest recently, that Christian Turner was a very good back for them. He heads out to the Indiana Hoosiers, and also Quentin Cooley, and who was a backup behind him, heads out to Liberty, the Flame and Libs. Uh, wide receiver wise, they've been so good, and that's the one thing. Even with Hartman going to uh, to Notre Dame, is uh, you could argue. I would actually say Wake Forest has a much better wideouts than Notre Dame. So. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out because, you know, Notre Dame's got the better offensive line, but it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out wide receivers though. Uh, they lost uh, Jackson Hensley to Eastern Kentucky. They're an FCS playoff team. Uh, Dez Williams to Stony Brook wide receiver Xavier Simpson also hit the portal uh, defensive line. I mean, and this was a huge one here. They lost Rondell Balthroid to the Oklahoma Sooners. Once again, comp- I believe that's completely NIL based. He jumps on over there. Uh, also lost uh, Bernard Gooden to the portal and then defensive back, their best defensive back heads out is Gavin Holmes heads out to the Texas Longhorns. He's penciled in as a starter. So ball and Holmes leave on the defense side of the ball. They're penciled in as starters. They also lose JJ Roberts, a cornerback to the Marshall thundering herd. They got destroyed in the portal on outgoing. Let's talk about what they're bringing in because Dave Clawson not a big believer in bringing in guys. Uh, he brought in wide receiver Walker Merrill from the Tennessee Volunteers, and he brought in Villanova defensive lineman uh, Bryce Ganuis. Uh He also brought in linebacker Jacob Roberts from North Carolina A&T, and that is everybody that came into the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. So I think it's pretty obvious to say they clearly lost the transfer portal here, and uh, they, it, they probably will every single year, in my opinion. Um, excuse me. And I just think that's uh that's just the way they're going to be. He has the incubator, he has the process, he trusts that. And uh and yeah, I I think it's going to still result in Wake Forest winning games. Let's talk about it though. Because offensively a season ago, they were 15th in the nation in scoring offense, 15th. They were 92nd in run offense, which is actually not as good as I thought it would be ninth in pass off. It's actually passed a little bit too much for me last year and charting at the 29th best offense in America. So a top 30 offense, unbelievable work by Dave Clawson. <laughs> I did expect them to be a little bit better. And uh, you know, from a team perspective, I thought they passed a little bit too much in some of their bigger matchups, but you know, they were still a very good team. And, uh, and yeah, I can see why, you know, why Dave Clawson is, is valued as one of the most respected coaches within the coaching community. Let's talk about the offensive side of the ball though, because um, <clears throat> the offensive side of the ball, I think is gonna be fine. Now do I expect them to be top 30? That's the question we got to ask ourselves. but uh, they have uh, five returning starters on the offensive side of the ball. That's not a great number to have, but I trust the system. The slow mesh, Mitch Griffiths. They also have Michael Kerner got some playing time as well. Both those quarterbacks back thinks it's going to be Griffiths to get the start. I'm excited to watch him because I think he's going to be the next really good quarterback. Their wide receiver rooms. Fantastic. Now, Donovan green, I do believe is dinged up for like the first three or four weeks of the season, but he's a stud and same with Taylor Morin. They also have Jamal Banks who has popped off screen. Like I said, they also brought a Walker Merrill from, uh, from Tennessee. They also have Wesley Grimes. I think the wide receiver room is very, very good running back room. They, look, they still have justice Ellison. So I still think they're going to be fine at the running back position. I think Ellison's a future star. He was third team, all ACC last year. So I think the offense is going to be fine. There, tight end. They're breaking in a brand new tight end. Cameron height seems to be the guy who got uh, played in 11 games a season ago, but didn't Didn't uh, just, just one reception. Uh, So Gavin Ellis also backing him up. Maybe they, maybe you see a a decent, a decent amount of both offensive line. They are just returning two on the offensive line and right tackle Devante Gordon and left guard, Michael Juergens, the rest brand new offensive uh, lineman, but this is where you got to trust the incubator. You got to trust the process of what he's been doing, how he's been building this team. So do I expect them to be a top 30 offense? No, I don't. Another thing to add in is there's no more coastal and Atlantic. I actually think that might benefit the Wake Forest Demon Deacons because they're not playing Florida State and Clemson. Although I know they've had Florida State's number every single year, it seems like of the past five six years. So on the defensive side of the ball, they return six starters, uh, but only one on the defensive line, and that's Deshane Davis. And that's what I would circle: losing, you know, your best defensive player to Oklahoma and Texas, your top two defensive players that that's tough. I mean, Jasheen Davis is the only guy back with starting experience. So you're going to go with the youth movement. Now they're all upperclassmen that are penciled in Kevin Porter or Kevin pointer, Isaiah Chaney and uh Kendrin Wayman all penciled in to fill in to be the starters on the defensive line. The linebacking core chase Jones is going to be that guy. He's back uh, him and Dylan Hazen. And in the, in the secondary, they bring back four or five in the secondary led by a sophomore, Nick Anderson. Um, and they're just breaking in one corner uh, in sophomore Deshaun Jones, Kalen Carson's back Malik Mustafa's back. Jalen Garns is back. So I think the secondary should be in decent shape. It's really the defensive line. And I would say on the offensive side of the ball, it's really the offensive line. So line of scrimmage for both, but I trust Claussen to have this team playing good ball. Um, from a special team standpoint, the kicker Matthew Dennis is back. Same with punter Ivan Mora. So special team should be in decent shape, as uh, Dennis was 12 of 14 from field goals a season ago, and Mora got eight starts at the punting spot or, or punting spot a season ago as well. Um, the defense a season ago, though, obviously that's been kind of one of the issues here. They were they were 81st in uh, scoring defense. 45th in rush defense but 114th in pass defense. That's where the secondary will probably be better and I expect the rush defense to re- regress, charting at the 92nd best defense. Uh, and that's kind of why they lost 5 games, really, when you look at it. So I actually think they'll still probably be somewhere 80 and beyond defensively. Uh, but I think that's going to be one of the key things to watch this season to see if Wake Forest can hit that over um, we're going to, don't worry. We're going to talk about, it. we're going to go game by game on the schedule. Uh, and, and then we're going to have Michael Barker join us to talk about uh, his experiences down there to Winston Salem. But before we do that, <coughs> excuse me, I want to tell you that uh, we're brought to you by underdog fantasy. August is almost over. And you know what that means? Time is running out. So uh, time's running out on you, uh, you know, getting your fantasy football team together. All right. So get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball mania on underdog fantasy. All you have to do if you've never done best ball is one live snake draft, no waivers, no trades. You set it, forget it. And underdog will do the rest. And like I said, they have a best ball mania tournament, the largest fantasy football contest of all time with $15 million in total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. Do you have what it takes to win? Do you have what it takes to win it all? Uh, the time is now, and you want to get in because that door is shut in September 7th. It'll shut completely. Uh, visit UnderdogFantasy.com or find them in the App Store and sign up with the promo code SGP. You get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. Concerned with your play, call 1 800Gambler. We're also brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Yes, make sure to check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. We also have a weekly Patreon pick'em. All right, it's all it's all Week One college football. The prize is a cornhole uh, cornhole board, perfect for any college football tailgate. Uh, look, the Patreon's is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. So go to sports slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/ slash Patreon. All right. We are back on the college football experience. Wake forest, demon Deacons 2023 season preview. And you know, the wind toll sitting at six and a half. My first lean is I trust Dave Clawson. I trust Dave Clawson to hammer the over on that. Now, obviously I think the offensive line, defensive line, uh, not as strong as years past in the quarterback position, but you could argue the receiving core is stronger. You could argue the secondary should be improved, but, and the schedule, because they're not in the Atlantic. Let's get into it folks, because uh, week one tonight, this is kicking off because uh, yes, I am under the weather. I wanted to get this out a couple days before, but it just did not happen. Uh, the demon Deacons are hosting Elon, the Phoenix. Uh, watch out. Elon was an FCS playoff team a year ago, but I do think wake force will start out one and zero there. And then they host the Vanderbilt Commodores Vanderbilt did not look very good on the offensive line week zero against Hawaii. I think that game's kind of a 50 50 game with a slight lean towards wake forest. So I will say wake forest should be two and zero as they head to Norfolk, Virginia to take on old dominion, strange road trip. Uh, but I think ODU is, is due to uh, have a tough year. So I think three and O should be what's happening there. Uh, the Vanderbilt game is obviously tricky, and I think Vanderbilt's capable of winning if Griffiths is not ready. Uh, especially Clark Lee is a former Dave Clawson assistant, so I think that makes that game a lot more interesting. But I would lean Wake by a little bit. That's going to be a huge game to watch uh, September 9th. But give me 3-0 in the non-con, then they're home to Georgia Tech on September 23rd. That's kind of that's kind of a you know I favor Wake here, but I wouldn't it would shock me if the Yellow Jackets were able to uh, win that one. But the fact that it's in Winston Salem, I got a lean Wake. So four zero to start the season. They get a bye week, and unfortunately, even though they're not in the Atlantic this year, guess what? They still got to play Clemson and Florida State uh, and NC State, the three top teams uh, in in on that side. So. Um, they play at Clemson after a bye week. That should be a loss. All right. And I would say four and one, they have back to back away. And this is a sneaky game that I think is a critical game that they need to win at Virginia tech. I could see wake dropping this. I still favor them slightly. So I'll say five and one to start the season. Then they're home to pit. I do think this is a dangerous game for uh, wake forest. I actually favor Pitt there. So I would say five and two uh, to start the season. Then they're home to Florida state. They've had Florida state's number lately. I mean, I guess we have to favor Florida state based off of uh, the talent, but they have been a thorn in the side of Florida state over the years. Let's say five and three, then they're at Duke. I think it's a very winnable game. And I'm going to say this between at Duke and home to NC state, I think they get one, right? So that would put me at six and four. Then they're at Notre Dame. I do expect them to lose that, but it's still, it's Dave Clawson. You saw Notre Dame lose to Marshall and Stanford six and five. And then the, uh, the, the, end of the season in the carrier dome at Syracuse, which I think is a winnable game. And I would favor them by like a field goal that puts me at seven and five. I have wake forest on the over. And I think, I think, uh, you can kind of trust it. I mean, sure. There's a lot more unknowns than recent years, but I still think I gave them a loss to Florida state, a loss to Pitt. They're capable of winning those games. I also gave them a loss to either NC, NC state or Duke. They're capable of winning those games. Yes. They're also capable of losing to, You know, Vandy or Georgia Tech or or Syracuse or Virginia Tech, but uh, I think all in all, Vegas got the number right. It's somewhere between six and seven. I trust Dave Clawson though, and I lean to more more likely a seven, uh, seven and five team than a six and six team. So, I think you you bet the over on the Demon Deacons here. Look, before we get out of here, I uh, had a chance to sit down with Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour, to talk about his experiences to Winston Salem. So with no further ado, here is that interview joining me on the college football experience, wake forest, demon Deacons 2023 season preview is none other than college football campus tour, AKA Michael Barker. You're probably sitting there wondering folks like what college football campus tour are you talking about? Yes. Get on over to Twitter or X or whatever you call it and give this a follow at CFB campus tour you will thank me later because Michael has been to every single college football stadium in the FBS. And I'm not talking for like a visit during the off season for actual games. A lot of them multiple times. He's been to a lot of the FCS D two D three, he documents, all of his travels on that very Twitter page. And let me tell you that Twitter page is it's first off, it's really professional. You're not going to see like, just not like my personal page, which we talking about. I don't know. Talking about the I don't know that the Coca-Cola I'm drinking or something, who knows, but I'm talking about like, he, he, he documents the history of the stadium. There's a photo of the game. It is professionally done. And it is just fantastic. Michael goes to like five, six, seven games a week, which is just remarkable. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show, man. And, uh, and, and talk a little wake forest and, and uh, what I, they're changing the names on this stadium all the time. I don't even know what to call it anymore, but I appreciate you hopping on the show, man.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me. You know, we've done, we're doing 133 episodes stadium profiles and I consider myself up on the latest information, but researching this, uh, come to find out that Wake Forest has a new stadium name this year. It's been truest uh, stadium for the last few years and it is now officially a legacy federal credit union stadium. So um, terrible, terrible. um, But that's what it is. And just because you have a bad name on the wall doesn't mean you have a bad stadium. So looking forward to talking about the history and, and uh, the history of the stadium.
0: Yeah. The stadium looks nice. And obviously Dave Kloss has been, been having winning teams left and right there. So they really built something solid in that capacity. Tell me uh, the history of the, uh, tell me about the history of this place.
1: So it opened in 1968 and it was named Grove stadium. He was someone that helped finance the stadium originally back in, in the late sixties. Uh, it was named Grove Stadium until 2007, and then they started taking on corporate names. Uh, it has 31,000 seat capacity. The record crowd was in 2004, 37,623. If you look in uh, one of the end zones, it, there's a huge grass area that's open. So I imagine that the uh, beyond the stadium listed capacity, that's how they got so many people in the stadium. Uh, in 2007, they installed a, a huge modern press box and they also put a brick facade around a lot of the outside. It makes it look very classy, uh, very cool looking. And as I mentioned, that grass area, the coolest spot to sit in uh, in Wake Forest stadium is right on Deacon Hill is what it's called right below the scoreboard. You get a panoramic view of all sides of the stadium and, and, you know, the, the all 22 view of, of the, the game action. So very cool options to seating options to catch a game in uh, at Wake Forest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, uh, I mean, cause it does look cool. Like I'm doing the Google image thing right now, but uh, how many times you been to the city?
1: So I've been there twice. I was there in 2019 and it was a out of conference game, even though versus North Carolina. So <laughs> even though they're in the ACC when they don't match up uh, on the ACC schedule, they'll, uh, scheduled North Carolina. So uh, roadside leachers were all in Carolina blue. Home side was all in black and gold. Did that in 2019. But last year uh, I caught the, their regular season finale against Syracuse. They won 45 to 35 and Sam Hartman now at Notre Dame, but he threw for 331 yards and four TDs. And that was part of one of the most significant travel accomplishments that I've had, which was attend three games in one day went to an 11 o'clock game at Gardner Webb. I went to a three 30 game at Charlotte and I went to an APM game at wake forest. So <laughs> great memories there, you know, pushing the limits and, and uh, it was a great way to cap it off, uh, relaxing at the stadium, but also watching wake forest put up 45 points on Syracuse.
0: Well, well I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, Clawson's done unbelievable things with that, but wait, you said, Gardner Webb, wake forest, and then Charlotte, was it? Uh, Charlotte
1: in between those two
0: unbelievable folks, three games, one day, no one else is doing this on the planet. I don't think give Michael a follow at CFB campus tour. You will not be disappointed as I can't wait to see his travel schedule for the fall and document, you know, via his Twitter account, where he's going to be Uh, man, Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show and uh, maybe one day I can catch you at whatever they're calling the stadium uh, at the time.
1: Yeah, we we know where it is on the map. We can find it and then we'll figure out what the name is when we get there.
0: <laughs> Sounds good, man. And uh appreciate you hopping on the show, man. And, and have a wonderful night. All right, you too. Thanks for having me, Colby. Anytime, man. Michael Barker right there, going to doing all the stadiums, right? Uh, I've already seen his travel schedule for week one. It's fucking insane. Folks, give him a follow on Twitter at CFB Campus Tour. Give myself a follow on Twitter at the Colby D and the college football experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And uh, yeah, sorry. I'm not in the studio. I know it looks crazy here um, at my Casa, but uh, yeah, I think you take Wake Forest on the over. If you're going to bet this thing. Uh, So let's go. I'm very excited to see Dave Clawson. I think it's fascinating to watch him work when they lost Jamie Newman. He goes to Hartman. Now, when they lose Hartman, he goes to Griffiths. Let's see how he can do building this team up again, using what he says is the incubator folks. Uh, give us a follow uh, as we break down all 133 teams. We got it all done. We got it all done pretty much here. Um, so give us a follow, uh, on Twitter at TCE on SGPN, subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, I, we are the, you know, I'm the host of the college football experience, but I also host the FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience, wake forest fans. think Forbes has got you going in the right direction. When the season tips, I'll be here each and every, every single night of the season. We also have the college baseball experience wake Forest with an unbelievable uh, college baseball season. Me and Noah being host that we also have the big 12 experience. Maybe you're a big 12 fan. Go check out that. Uh, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. But those are all separate feeds podcast wise, Spotify, iTunes, wherever podcasts can be found. We have you. So get on over there, subscribe, check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network as they break down all 32 NFL teams with a solo episode for every team in the land. Get the SGPN app, it's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. And remember, come talk demon deacon ball with us, whatever the sport is, in the Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right, folks, until next time. This is. Is the college football experience Wake Forest Demon Deacon style? You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here.